Welcome to this week's episode of Relaunch My Life Radio, where I got to sit down with the beautiful Sarah Fleetwood, who is a hypnotherapist and master practitioner of NLP and timeline therapy. Her passion is empowering women to discover their worth and own who they are unapologetically. So she loves helping people create deep, loving and fulfilling connections and conscious relationships. And she brings all of her embodiment practices and knowledge and own journey through so that you can create your most fulfilling life. This is such a beautiful, heartfelt interview, and I know you're going to love it. Welcome to Relaunch My Life Radio. I'm your host, Juliet Lever. And a few years ago, I personally relaunched my own life from being a workaholic, alcoholic, and chocoholic to now living a life of my own design. I'm on a mission to free you from an unfulfilling job or passionless life. And so with 10-minute tips and 30-minute interviews and stories to tune into, tune into Relaunch My Life Radio to discover your highest potential and feel inspired to live a life of zero regrets. If you want more, be sure to hit subscribe and visit us at www.relaunchmyliferadio.com for more. Well, I'm so excited to be having this conversation this morning with the beautiful Sarah Fleetwood. And I'm really, you know, can't wait to hear all of the gold that comes out this morning with this connection and this conversation. Sarah, how are you feeling today? I'm very excited. And you've had a pretty big week, haven't you? I just want to take a second to acknowledge you've taken a pretty big leap forward in relaunching your life. What's been happening for you this week? Um, So I resigned from my part-time job on Wednesday just so I can go all in on supporting my clients and I'm creating a program that I want to just have 100% of my energy in so I can give all that I can. So I just want to take a moment of acknowledging your strength and like that taking that brave step. And I think, you know, we had a conversation not a few weeks ago where you were sort of saying like, oh, I just, I, I just want to get, you know, a few people, with, like this many people in the program and then I'll quit. And then you realized actually by quitting, I'm going to put so much more energy into that. So we're going to dive all of that in, dive into all of that in this interview. But I just really wanted to acknowledge that because there's nothing that lights me up more than seeing people take brave steps into their future and just going all in and, and, and focusing on it. So thank you for being here and sharing your journey. Like for the listeners who haven't heard of you or don't know about you and your journey yet, can you just share a bit about your journey over the last few years of really stepping into your truth and, and relaunching your life? Like what, where have you been and, and where are you at now? So I kind of, my deep dive into personal development started, I started doing some work with a company called MJB Seminars who are based in Perth. And I went to a a workshop of theirs called Mastermind and Money. And it's all basically around, you know, your net worth is um, perceived by your your self-worth. And, you know, then it's so much of it just rang true to me. And I dived deep into their courses and learning a lot about my innermost dominating thought, um, you know, all of my not worthiness, not enoughness, and really just started to unpack and uncover some of that stuff. And then you know, I think it was um, a few years later when I was listening to a podcast, a yoga girl podcast, and she was interviewing all of the girls um, that were doing her yoga teacher training. And they, she asked them to tell everyone what their 
and a critic says to them. And I was just resonating with so many of the things that people were saying. And I was just like, this is bullshit. Like, you know, we're all going around here telling these stories that aren't even true. And then I think I was actually listening to your podcast and you started talking about your NLP training. And I was like, I think I need to talk to Juliet and find out more about that. And then that kind of took me down that path. And I started to do, I did my NLP and my hypnotherapy with Paul and then my master practitioner just this December, January with both of you. And just, you know, that has just been a game changer. And yeah, that was where my passion kind of started to wanting to really help, you know, women specifically, like let go of that innermost dominating thought and, you know, find their worth and really love and value themselves. And just doing that work just lights me up so much. Yeah. And so what has shifted for you as you've started stepping more and more into valuing yourself? I think for me, you know, really it was not honouring my truth, not speaking up for myself is how I had shown up in the past. And, I mean, so much has shifted even in the last 12 months. I came out of a long-term eight-year relationship where I just wasn't getting my needs met, wasn't feeling fulfilled. And but really, you know, it came down to me abandoning myself and not holding true what's most important to me. And I, I kind of, I'd lost myself and I'd put on weight and so much things that I was just really, really unhappy. And I think, you know, through all of this process, I found my voice and really found what I value. I think, you know, one of the major things with doing master practitioner was understanding what I value most in all areas of my life and knowing that I'm not going to settle for anything less than I truly desire. That's huge. And I think when you said you were abandoning yourself, that gave me tingles when you said that. So I just want to dig a little deeper there because I think this is so interesting because you were saying how you you did have to end an eight-year relationship. And I don't know, but in my experience, some people I think are afraid of entering the personal development world because they're worried about the things that they're going to have to change. And, and they're worried, you know, oh, does this mean that I'm going to end my relationship? But ultimately it comes down to really honoring your relationship with yourself. And I know that's something that, that you're all about now because of being through that journey. But like, do you think relationships have to end in order to honor yourself or like, what are your thoughts around that? No, I mean, obviously I didn't really want my relationship to end. I would have loved to be able to grow together. Yeah. Um, you know, one of the things that he said to me was that he felt like he was left behind because I was doing so much growth and we just would, we just had grew apart and had different goals and we just weren't aligned with what we wanted. And I think that was what, you know, kind of ended up for us at, in the end. But um, I think, yeah, honouring myself and what I wanted. And, but I think for me as well, when I think about it, I stayed in the relationship for so long because I was scared to be alone and I was scared of being rejected and abandoned. But, you know, like the truth was, like I said before, in the process I was abandoning myself and I wasn't feeling fulfilled in the relationship. So it doesn't really make much sense why I would stay, <laughs> if that makes sense. Yeah, so that that's so powerful and I really feel like there's so much strength in 
honoring and acknowledging that, you know. And so now I know that, you know, you're passionate about really educating women about the things that you've overcome and you've you've stepped through. And I know that we're going to talk a bit more about some different things that you've got coming up in the future with programs. But but say, you know, for people listening to this podcast and there's areas in their lives where they're not speaking up for themselves and they are abandoning their own truth, like what advice or what wisdom can you share from your journey around that? I think if you're not honouring yourself and living life in alignment with what you value most, then you're never going to truly be happy. And I think one of the most important things that I've found is that it starts with you taking 100% responsibility for how I was showing up in the relationship. And and I think for me, taking 100% responsibility for my part to play in the breakdown of the relationship. Because, you know, I, like I said before, I was afraid to have those tough conversations, but then that means my needs weren't being met and then that creates resentment. So there was just so many little things about not honouring yourself that just allow you not to live your best life. Yeah, and now I suppose you probably think it's it's scarier not to have those tough conversations. Is that fair to say? Yeah, like I'm just like I kick myself from, you know, because what are you protecting yourself from? That's how I see it now. Mm. You know, you're you're protecting yourself from something that you don't even actually even know whether it's true or not. It might just be a story that you're creating in your head unless you actually have the conversation. You don't know what the truth is. Yeah, completely. And so I just want to backtrack a little bit because I do think you know, in our courses, you would know that we probably have 90 to 95% females in our trainings. And, and that's not because we, we necessarily seek out for that, but it just seems that, that women are more open to personal growth and personal development. And so your partner saying things, your ex-partner saying things like, you know, he felt like he was getting left behind. I feel like that's quite a common thread. And why do you think that, that, that men are less inclined to, to, to dive down this journey? Like, what are your thoughts on that? Well, I've actually been with all my, the deep work I've been doing in regards to relationship. I was like, I need to definitely understand the male side of it. So I've actually been doing some research into human behavior. And, you know, I think men are taught from a young age that, you know, it's not safe for them to feel their emotions. You know, big boys don't cry and, and, you know, they don't want to look weak. Mm. Whereas, you know, actually being vulnerable is one of the bravest things you could do. Yeah, and it's so attractive, isn't it? <laughs> we step into that a little bit because I know that you're doing some, you know, personally you're you're now because you've obviously shifted out of that relationship that that was no longer serving your needs and now you're doing some conscious dating. Like what is the dating scene like for someone who, you know, speaks up for herself, is 100% responsible, is having those tough conversations, has a beautiful relationship with your obviously inner you know, sensuality as well. Like what is conscious dating like now for you in your journey at the point you're at? Well, it's definitely been an interesting time to be dating in the current circumstances in the world. Yes. But, um, you know, I have met some very interesting and amazing men. Um, and But also, you know, just me being completely in alignment with with what I want and having those tough conversations, you can just, you know, work out whether it's going to work from the get-go, whether, you know, you don't have to invest your energy and your attention onto something that's not going to go where you want it to go. And I think just, yeah, naturally I'm open to having these conversations. And so the conversation is just so much more 
deep and meaningful rather than this surface level stuff, which I'm not really interested in. <laughs> yeah, like straight into the, to the deep stuff. And I know that, you know, understanding yourself and your values in relationship, that gives you a really powerful compass to navigate and know who is right and who is wrong for you. So now what would your perspective be on people that are dating and are seeking a partner, but they don't know what their values are? How, how scary is that? Yeah, well, I think, you know, it just you just get into the same relationship and, you you know, people might look back and see that they're just dating the same person that they got out of the relationship with because they haven't set those same boundaries so they're just repeating those same patterns, which I think I can look back and see in my relationships I did time and time again. Yeah, so powerful. So you specialise, I know you've got your, your program, which we're going to talk about in a moment, but you also specialise in relationship breakthrough coaching. So maybe just share a bit about what happens in that kind of session with you and how that can then equip people for not only the relationship they have, but if they are wanting to look for a partner, how how does that help them navigate that world? Yeah, so, you know, diving into a breakthrough looks at some deep questions in regards to you know, past how they've grown up. So it looks at things with your parents and, and how you formed your personal reality based on your past experiences, memories and emotions. And the detailed personal history just goes into a deep dive of asking questions that you would have never even thought to ask yourself. And it just gives you a really good insight into how you formed your beliefs and your values that you unconsciously might not be aware of because our values come from voids or things that we might have seen were missing in our life. And then just, you know, really being able to unpack that and in an intense focused session where we can just really clear some of those major negative emotions and limiting beliefs that are causing the issues that are arising in relationships. So what are some examples maybe of some, some common limiting beliefs that can really impact a relationship? I think fear of abandonment comes up a lot and also I think some of the major ones that I've worked with people so far have just been, you know, what's expected of or how they've how they've grown up because people, with their parents. People kind of will make their partner their mum or their dad, right? Mm-hmm. So where you've not... Um, receive the love that you desire from one parent or the other, who you needed to be Mm. to get that love. Mm. So how does fear of abandonment impact relationships? Like how does that form cracks in relationships? How does that show up? How would someone maybe know if they've got that running? I think it can show up as anxious uh, attachment style so feeling um, jealous and not trusting Mm. I think is a big one when you don't trust and are not open then that starts to create disconnection if you're not allowing the person that you're with to completely be themselves and also honouring, I think, you know, one of the things that I found is when you have that disconnection and communication, they, it brings up resentment, which also creates disconnection. Yeah, there's, there's so much to it, right? And it's interesting because, you know, if 
if someone's having, you know, if they're feeling anxious and they're not trusting and they're being maybe controlling and all of those things, like that's a beautiful recipe to basically stifle and take all of the oxygen and the energy out of a beautiful living dynamic relationship. Yeah. Like, you know, all, all things in life change, including relationships. And so I think what you're really focusing on is, is giving people that ability to really honor themselves and speak up for themselves because who you are and I guess what your needs are change so much during your life journey that you need to be able to always, you know, have that connection with yourself so that you can communicate your needs and and where things are at in the relationship as well. So yeah, it's, it's so important. It's so important that you're doing this work. Um, And so that's a little bit about kind of the breakthroughs and the one-on-one, but now like, tell me a bit about your program. Tell me about what you are bringing into the world in October, I believe. Tell us more about this. So yeah, obviously after I ended my relationship and then when, after I did master prep, um, came across some really powerful techniques that have just that I've worked through that have just been mind-blowing in regards to discovering exactly what I need want and and desire to have in a relationship plus some of the other deep diving um, courses and things that I've been going into and learning about so it's just a combination of lots of things that I've been learning um, you know starting with looking at at the self because like I said before, it starts with completely loving and accepting yourself just the way you are. So looking at self-worth and really accepting, you know, exactly where you are and what you want to do and how you want to show up moving forward and then really understanding what it is that you do and don't want in a relationship, which is when you know what you don't want, you know what you do want. But then the interesting part there is the stuff that you don't want that's the stuff that you need to look at because if you don't clear that stuff up, then that's when you can start repeating those same patterns again. And then, you know, really understanding and helping people to learn how to communicate. Uh, We never really taught this. Um, I know I wasn't. And also understanding, you know, how to communicate in a way that is well received without, I know I've speak to a lot of people where they just be like, you know, no no one's hearing each other and you just, you want to have a conversation and it turns into an argument. So really understanding how to create that safe space where you are both seen and and heard and you feel valued is so important. So these are all the things we we dive deep into in the course. And then again, understanding your values around relationships and and sex and, and how to set and enforce clear, healthy boundaries and also to you know, really understand the difference in between masculine and feminine energy and how that when you show up in that way, if you're not showing up, you know, with a best, the best way to describe it is, and I talk about it within my relationship, was that I was so much in my masculine, you mentioned it before, trying to control mm-hmm. everything. And then the masculine, your partner, is just, it's like trying to put a plug into a plug, you need to have a plug and a socket. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Otherwise the energy doesn't conduct, right? And nothing. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so like two magnets, the opposite way, they just repel each other. Uh, yeah. And I mean, I think all of the, the topics that you're talking about, like this sounds like a program and it's a six week, is it six weeks? 
Yeah. Yeah. So it sounds like a program that, you know, it doesn't necessarily have to be for someone if their relationship's not going well. It sounds like something that would just be powerful if you want to supercharge your relationship, right? That, yeah, that's the best part. Like the way that it's designed, it's it's for someone who wants to deepen their connection. It's for someone who is, you know, not have it going well with their relationship and they might be questioning it. And then they, you know, they, they want to do whatever they can and, and put in the effort to know whether they want to leave or leave leave in an empowered place rather than, you know, not feeling good about yourself. You know that you've done everything you can to make it work. Mm-hmm. And it's also for someone, you know, who's single who wants to not repeat those same patterns again and wants to work out exactly what it is that they're looking for so they can attract and manifest the relationship that they want. Yeah, yeah, I think you know, I mean, a lot of people, I think we're always kind of bringing ourselves whatever we need in order to evolve. And I think I've experienced a lot of people who are single because they're sort of staying in protection. It's actually easier to not have those mirrors because obviously relationships are really powerful mirrors and they will show you all of your unconscious unresolved stuff. And it's so easy to just blame the person, but eventually I guess we get to a point where we recognize that, that we're the common denominator in all our relationships. (laughs) Yes, definitely. (laughs) That sounds awesome. What's the name of your course, please? (laughs) The name of the course is Worthy as Fuck. Worthy as fuck. (laughs) I love that. It's so powerful. And I think, you know, if people want to find out more, obviously I'm going to pop the link in the show notes as well. So there's a little link there because you've got a a masterclass that you're running soon. When is that happening? Yes, I'm running a masterclass uh, next Friday. So next week um, at 10 a.m., which is Adelaide time. Mm -hmm. And I will be recording it. So if people can't make the live, I can send them the recording. So if you're interested, make sure that you register and I'll send the link if you can't make it live. And I'm also, I have links in my Instagram to book discovery calls. So people can always reach out to me that way if they want to chat more on a deeper level about the course as well. Great. Awesome. And obviously, you know, working with you one-on-one, which, you know, is really special to have that tailored time. Obviously it's a bit more of an investment, but it's a beautiful thing to invest in yourself because I think long-term it costs a lot of money to, to have issues in relationship. Like it's funny, like Paul and I, we spend a lot of time talking about our values and Paul's highest value is um, like financial freedom. He's just, he's very financially focused. And my highest value is making a difference and also family and relationship, right? And so we actually linked how our relationship succeeding helps him achieve financial freedom. And then we linked how him achieving financial freedom helps our relationship thrive. And so we have like this understanding now of actually the best thing we can do you know, but for both our relationship and and financial freedom is being a successful, healthy relationship. And it's just so supercharged because before I wasn't all that interested in investing and things like that, but now I'm like, I link it to our relationship. So, I mean, values are so powerful. And if you understand your partner and why they're doing the things they do, because I mean, I'm sure you would know, like most conflicts in relationships come from a conflict in values and not really understanding and appreciating each other's values, right? Yeah, and if you can, you know, talk to your partner in their values, then they're going to listen. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, there's there's lots of cool things that you can learn once you sort of understand this. I feel like it's just like being given the the handbook to life that we never got given when we were 
kids. And obviously that's why Paul and I are so passionate about teaching, you know, the NLP and Master Crack and obviously all of those tools. But the fact that you've now built this into a, a course is really exciting because I think so many people just really want this stuff for their for their own lives and their own personal application. But I want to kind of come back to the um, the conversation that you had around um, you know, in your journey, starting off, like, how did you, when, when you started getting interested in like the, the different, you know, mastermind and money and even studying NLP, you said you just kind of heard it and you decided you wanted to know more. Like, how did you know that it was, you know, what you needed to study? How did you follow that path? Like, I'm always curious about what are the whispers and what are the signs that you got and, and where were you really feeling stuck back then? I think, my money story was a big one, which is why I went along to a course called Mastermind and Money. (laughs) But at the end of the day, it all comes down and comes back to self-worth because if you don't value yourself enough, then you're not going to take the action to create what it is that you want to create. It can hold you back from absolutely everything, you know, all areas of your life. If you don't value yourself enough, are you going to put yourself out there to have the relationship that you want? to to go after the job that you want or yeah so it's just I think that was a big one for me was knowing and uncovering that that I didn't think I was worthy I didn't think I was enough and and now you're now you're running a course like a few years later and it's called worthy as fuck and you've quit your job and you've you know burnt the boats and here you are like standing in your power (laughs) If, if the Sarah today could tell that Sarah like four or five years ago something, what, what would you say to her? I think it's just like believe in yourself 100% and you can achieve absolutely anything you set your mind to. And, and one thing for me and a lot of the work that I've done is in really accepting exactly where I am is just knowing that whatever's meant for me won't pass me by. And in saying that, I think you can just start to enjoy and and appreciate every single thing that happens like each and every day the sun rises and just love life I think for me I was always searching for the next thing you know when I have that I'll be happy and it was never coming until I actually realized that I already have everything that I need right now and I can enjoy every moment of my life and it's one thing to kind of hear people say that, but it's a completely different thing to feel that within every inch of your being, right? Yeah. Mm. And it's taken a lot of work. <laughs> oh, yeah. So then, like, what sort of, what what advice would you have for people that are listening to this right now and, you know, maybe they they want to improve their relationship or there may be financial money story or there's just, you know, they're, they're maybe not 100% believing in themselves. What kind of advice or what, what could you impart on the people that are listening to this that maybe just need a bit of a nudge? Because, you know, we are living in quite uncertain times and people are getting, I think, challenged now more than ever in in so many different areas of life, whether it's their work that's changed or they're, you know, under more pressures with their finances or their relationship, like what kind of advice or guidance have you got for people that are listening? Some of the work that's been really powerful for me is just really stepping into my feminine energy and also just really embodying and feeling. So some of the powerful stuff that I like to do with myself with hypnosis is just focusing on what you want to feel and and then thinking about where you feel that most in your body and then allowing that feeling to 
grow and, and expand through your body and remember a time, a specific time when you felt that way and just allow yourself to really visualize it because the most powerful thing is that your mind doesn't know the difference between real and imagined. So when you can completely embody and feel those emotions and just come back to gratitude and be focused on what you're most grateful for in your life, it can allow you just to feel those emotions. And the more you start to feel that stuff, the more you feel better and the more you want to feel that way. And so you can just do this with every area of your life and and then it's just becomes a habit. <laughs> yeah, beautiful. And it's like priming your body to be in that state more and more and and then you know where focus goes energy flows right so yeah beautiful tip for everyone just listening you know just to to focus on what you really want to feel and just allow that to expand um because i think you're right you know so many of us are in our head and in that even if being in that fear state you know that's being in more of that masculine is overthinking and all of that and if you can do what Sarah said and just surrender into that feminine energy like what does that look like and feel like for you to, to really step into that feminine energy what does that mean to you so for me it's about trusting and surrendering which is a massive thing that I've had to do when I resigned from my job yeah just and- <laughs> yeah <laughs> And just being open and I think for me, I think about all the things that allow me to feel feminine. So for me, a massive one is dancing. I absolutely love dancing. I love music. So putting on music and just allowing myself to be in my body. Other things, so it's different, you know, dancing's not for everyone, but it might be having a bath or going for a walk. You know, I love also going for walks down the beach and just actually taking time to like sit on one of the benches and just look out to the ocean and and just really be in the moment. And for some people it might be, you know, doing yoga or singing or lots of different things. So I think it's different for everyone. Yeah. Uh, just finding what it is for you that really allows you to feel like an absolute goddess. Nice. And I feel like when you said, you know, dancing is not for everyone, then I'd say, oh, even the more reason for them to do it, right? You know, well, once you give it a go and you allow yourself to let go of the story and you just allow yourself to be in the body, how can it not be? It just feels so good in your body. (laughs) Yeah, to just let go. And that is that ultimate feminine expression. And, And maybe if people have made a story that they don't like dancing, that could be that controlling, limiting masculine energy shutting it down right so what's, oh, for sure. what's your favorite song then to to blast on to just dance and let go to if you've got a, a particular favorite that just is always a good mood shifter not really I've got a few um there's a few I've got on my playlist there's one there's a one chemical brothers song go that I love but that's um definitely not I don't have I don't have a favorite. I've got lots of I've been listening to a lot of um, Rufus to Soul, Self, and Mendoza. Nice. So there's yeah, lots of lots of different things on my playlist at the moment. Awesome. Oh, good. Well, look, it what what sort of whether I want to what sort of dancing I want to do too. Yeah, you've got to kind of tune into the mood that you're in. Nice. Well, yeah. it's been so beautiful speaking with you and chatting with you this morning. And, you know, I want to just honour you for taking that brave leap. And I know that you are going to be wildly successful because I really believe like when our energy is just 100% all in on something, then that's when the universe kind of listens and goes, oh, she's, she's serious. And then everything just starts to flow from there. So I'm excited for this next chapter on your journey.
And, um, and thank you so much for your openness, for your vulnerability, for sharing your journey with us and also everything that you're doing and now offering. And yeah, if anyone listening wants to find out more, how um, people can follow you, obviously on social media, you're on Instagram and Facebook, but obviously I'll put the link for your free masterclass in the show notes as well for people that want to jump in on that. I would definitely recommend people to jump on and, and hear from Sarah all about this, this masterclass. What's the name of the masterclass? I create the deep love you desire. Ooh, sounds juicy. Lovely. Well, thank you so much. Is there anything else you wanted to say in closing? Um, well, thank you for having me. I really appreciate um, you taking the time to sit and chat with me. Um, and, yeah, look forward to hearing from everyone and connecting on a deeper level. Beautiful. Thank you so much. It's been lots of fun and um, and have the most wonderful week ahead and all the best for the masterclass and the launch of Worthy as Fuck. Sounds exciting. I'm, I'm really excited to see what, what eventuates from that. So thank you so much, Sarah. Have a beautiful day. Thank you. You too. That's this week's episode from Relaunch My Life Radio, live from Australia. Visit us at relaunchmyliferadio.com for more and remember, it's never too late to relaunch your life.